You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell. Let's go back in time when turtles roam the sewers of New York. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror, the black in the And knowing was half the battle. Go, go! It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Welcome, all you cartoon lovers out there, to another episode of Saturday Morning Rewind. I am your host, Tim. And before I begin this interview, I want to dedicate this episode to all the people in Sparks, Nevada that were affected by the violent gun shooting at Sparks Middle School. I don't think any of you really know that I actually went to Sparks Middle School about 20 years ago, 7th and and part of 8th grade there. So this really hit home for me, so I want to dedicate this episode to everybody affected by that. But anyways, this episode, I love it. I love this one so much. Interview with Stephen Wiemet. I sure hope that's how you pronounce his last name. But uh, he was the voice of Beetlejuice from the animated series from the late 80s, early 90s that I really, really loved as a kid. What's the difference between your nose and my toes? I don't know, but they both smell. <laughs> and it's, it's still a great show now. I have the whole series on DVD. Incredible. It still holds up. You know, it's a great, great show. Yes, kids, you'll get to hear all your old favorites. But, you know, it really wasn't really easy to get a hold of Steven. You know, he's a he's a theater actor now. He's done a few voice acting roles in his career, but mainly he's been doing theater lately. And I've been working on this one for quite a few months, but finally was able to get a hold of them. And this is a great episode. It's fun. So much fun to talk about Beetlejuice, a show that's like 20-something years old. You know what I mean? And of course, there is a contest to go along with this episode. I'm giving away season one on DVD of Beetlejuice. And also a sticker or a decal of Beetlejuice. It's about three inches by three inches. Um, I'll put pictures on my Facebook page and Twitter page. All the links can be on the website, and so is the contest form. Just go to www.hitrockbottom.org, click on the little contest tab there, put in your information, put in the secret word BEETLE, and then I will pick a winner on December 1st and notify them by email. So good luck, go do that now. And you may see that also the website has not been updated in a few weeks because I'm having some issues with my with my website host so i'm not able to update it or work on it at all but i guarantee you that this contest is going to be for the beetlejuice contest it, no matter what you see just it's for the beetlejuice so good luck with that guys and if you enjoy this episode please remember to leave positive feedback on itunes or stitcher radio you know tell a friend or two you know i get a lot of great listeners and a lot of great feedback from you guys but It'd be nice to have some new listeners to the show. But anyways, guys, please enjoy my interview with Beetlejuice. Hello? Hey, Steven. Hi, Tim. Yep, this is Tim. How are you doing today, buddy? Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. Excellent. Okay. I'm sorry this took so long to arrange, but <laughs> that's the way it goes. That's the way you guys are, I guess, nice and busy. I know. Well, it's better to be busy than not busy. Exactly, especially in your business. Yeah. 
Okay, let's start at the beginning. Um, tell me about yourself. Where where did you grow up? I grew up in St. Thomas, Ontario, which is not actually too far from where I live at the present. That's about 45 minutes away. Oh, nice. So a little Canadian boy, huh? That's right. <laughs> How, how's the weather right now? The weather is beautiful. We, we're having sort of a, a respite from the chill, so it's been sunny and beautiful and you know, the days have been great, but it's 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 it's, it's going to decline over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. We're going into, you know, temperatures of around, I guess for you Americans, 50, 55-ish, but now it's up sort of high 60s, Not low too 70s. Bad. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in Montana, so I'm, I'm near the border of Canada, so I, I get that cold weather too. Oh, right, yeah, you're just right below Saskatchewan in Manitoba. Uh-huh, yep. Oh, yeah. So what what kind of a kid were you? Were you uh, did you like cartoons as a kid? I loved cartoons as a kid. I mean, I often said that you know I owe most of my acting lessons to Bugs Bunny, <laughs> 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 who was a, a genius kind of comedic. Uh, you know, I had really great comedic delivery. Yeah, yeah, good timing. Yeah, and I, 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 lo- I yeah I, I grew up on all kinds of those Warner Brothers cartoons and uh, you know Looney Tunes, and I loved all that stuff. And how did you jump into to voice acting? You've done you done a few, you know, over the years. How did you first jump into it? Well, it was weird. Like I remember talking. Uh, I don't know when it was back in the sort of mid eighties to my agent, and he said, "Well, what do you want to do?" And I said, "Well, I want to do radio drama." Like I just felt like I would like to explore that. Uh-huh. And he got me in the door, and I did I did a ton of radio drama. And then at that time, just after that, uh, a company called Nelvana was just starting out in Toronto. You know, they'd done the Care Bears movie oh, yeah. and um, a few other things, like, early on. But they were just really starting out. And then around the time that I was finishing with the radio drama, they'd really sort of picked up momentum. And uh, one of the first, I think I think it was the first um, American series to be fully recorded in Canada was Beetlejuice. Oh, okay. And it was kind of a landmark um, uh, tryout, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, they weren't sure. I think a lot of the people in L.A. thought, well, who's in Canada? What can they do? You know, <laughs> like, they don't have anybody. And, and, and they came up, and I remember doing nine callbacks oh, wow. for it. Yeah. And the last couple were sort of live hookups to Los Angeles. So I had a bunch of people, you know, from there sort of listening and saying, could you change the way you say the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was going on. But anyway, I got it, and then uh, our first taping of they all trade. You know, they all came up from L.A. and sat in the booth and listened to the first twenty minutes of the taping. And then once they saw that we were doing it, they all relaxed and went away and never came back. And that first season that we did, well, we won an Emmy for uh, best cartoon series. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, that was sort of the beginning, and it was sort of a, a weird to go right from you know, if it, you know, from nothing to doing a sort of a lead character in a in a, in a series. And you know, Beetlejuice went. I think we did a hundred and some odd episodes. Yeah, it's great it for was, the uh, years, Yeah, yeah, it went like sort of. I think we I think we started in the late eighties and ended around ninety three. Okay. Or ninety ninety three ninety four. It stopped, and. Um, but that was like five years of and syndication and all that. 
it was a, it was quite a it was quite an extended run, you know. And then of course once that happened, then all kinds of other stuff came up, you know, yeah. like you know uh, guest spots on Alf, and I, I did uh, Babar and X Men. Oh, one know. of my favorites, X Men. Yeah, yeah, X Men and. Uh, so many that I actually looked at the list at one point and went, I don't remember doing that. <laughs> but I did. That happens quite a bit when I interview other voice actors. Like, I don't remember doing it, but I guess I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just get, it's, it's it's the kind of thing that you have to be in a big center for. Like, you really, if, if I really wanted to pursue it now, I'd have to be in Toronto. And yeah. I'm up just far enough away that it's, you know, it's hard to just, like, it's a big drive to go in and audition or whatever. So, uh, I mean, I think since the last kind of five years, I've been doing so much theater that I've really not been available. Yeah. Yeah. Theater takes so much out of you, so much time. Yeah. And I've been everywhere. I've been Chicago and London and New York and back to Chicago. And, you know, so I've been, I've been, I've been out of the country. Yeah. (laughs) Now, before we move on past Beetlejuice, because I was, I, I, I loved Beetlejuice as a kid. It was, it was great, you know. So many people that I talked to say, you know, that was my, that was my favorite cartoon as a kid. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I was telling, you know, some of my followers on Twitter and Facebook that I was going to interview you, and this is the best response I've gotten out of all my followers. They were, they were so excited. I maybe it's because they don't hear you that often in interviews talk about voice acting. I don't, I don't know, but they were super excited to talk about Beetlejuice. Right on. Are you still able to do the voice? I think so. I, I, I because we did it for so long. Like uh, I figured out a way to do it where it didn't kill me. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> like uh, the first few, I think I, I had to. You know, I could barely speak after, <laughs> and I figured out a way to do it where to place it where it didn't hurt. So that was a real plus. You know, but I, I think I can still. You know, every once in a while, I go. <clears throat> Uh, uh, I can't do it now, but <laughs> I think I could still. I think I could still muster one up. Oh come on! You know they want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! I don't want to embarrass myself. I know it's been <laughs> probably been so long since you tried. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. Hey, how are you doing? I mean, yeah, that was still good. Kind of there. That was that was that's more of a that was more of a Michael Keaton kind of although he is Michael Keaton but that sounded more like the movie Beetlejuice yeah and they didn't and I, I watched that movie when I was auditioning like crazy but they didn't want they wanted that but not for obvious reasons because it was for kids yeah you know they didn't want that sort of lascivious edge and uh, we tried to take that out but you know retain the character. I always found it odd, you know. I think I was maybe nine when it first came out. I always found it odd, right, that uh, Beetlejuice was so friendly in the cartoon, you know, but such a chaos in the movie. But, right. But I guess you have to have that. Well, you know? I know it's just that because you know the the whole premise of the cartoon was that he and Lydia were best friends. Yeah. So it had to have you know it couldn't smack of anything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah. And what so, about you know they sorry. What about working with with Allison Court, the voice of Lydia? She was great. We we had such a good time. I mean, she was quite young when we started. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. You know, she was uh, she was kind of like a kid. So um, it was just after that series ended that she sort of blossomed and grew up. But she was still doing. Um, or just after that, she did this uh, TV series called The Big Comfy Couch. Oh yeah, okay, that was her. Where I didn't she know that played. Her. 
lunette. She played it like she had a crown nose and she had a little doll and they sat on a giant couch and, you know, it was a kid's show. Uh-huh. And, uh, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where she is now. Is she in L.A.? I, she might. I've tried to get a hold of her, but I haven't had a chance to yet. I don't know where she is. Right. Probably, probably in L.A. I think she probably is. I think she is. I think she is. She's grown into quite a beautiful and striking woman. Yeah, yeah, she has. <laughs> yeah. You worked with her again on on X Men because she was a Jubilee. Did you guys record together? No, I didn't think so. We didn't. They did some group recordings, but it was usually people that were just in that episode or in yeah. that scene. But uh, no, I, I, um, maybe, there were maybe one or two days. Okay. But, yeah. uh, but on certainly on Beetlejuice, we recorded always together and first. So we would do the first hour or two hours with uh, whatever whoever the guest was if they had a big part. So we would do all that and then leave, and then all the you know all the you know the secondary characters would come in and record during the rest of the day. Okay. Like ginger and you know all that would uh-huh. happen after. Yeah, you guys had just great, great chemistry. I thought so. I, I. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know you can't take that right. Like it's either there, it's not. Yeah. Oh no, it was great. I've been watching it lately because you know they just released it on DVD finally. So. I know somebody. I didn't even know that was happening. Really? Somebody sent me an email saying, "Hey, did you see this?" And I went, <laughs> "No, I didn't." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so a whole new generation is following it. You know, my kids, I have three girls. Two of them are old enough to watch it. The other one's not even two yet. But my two yeah. older my two are the older girls. They love it. And they, my, my, my youngest, my middle one, my six-year-old, she wanted me to say hi to you because she loves Beetlejuice so much. Oh, say hi to her. What's her name? Sarah. Sarah. Will you say a big hi to Sarah for me? I sure will, yeah. She, I mean, we've watched the first season in one day on DVD. Wow. I know. They loved it. And How many I, kids do you have? I have three. You have three? Uh, yep, yep. Three girls. I'm the only man in the house. we got a female cat, too, so I'm just surrounded by females. <laughs> You're outnumbered big time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. Now, was was Tim Burton at all? I know he was producing it, but was he involved at all in the in the Production Not really. Room. I mean, he. When we finished our first season, the producers had a big party in Toronto. It's one of the big producers' fancy houses, and Tim Burton came to that party, and uh, you know, seemed very pleased with the series and wished us all, you know, well and gave us his blessing. But he never, he never came back. <laughs> <laughs> he seems kind of a. Uh, you know, he keeps to himself. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. And. uh yeah, it was great that he came. You know, he, he came and sort of, you know, and the first season was, you know, a big, a big success. So yeah, it was good to to have met him at least. Yeah, I, I interviewed. Uh, I don't know if you know Charlie Adler at all, but he was in Tiny Toon Adventures. And, oh yeah, and uh, um, Steven Spielberg, you know, produced that, and so I didn't. And he was really involved in the production of Tiny Toons, like he met with the voice actors, met with the animation department and everything, so I didn't know right. how involved Tim Burton would have been, but he seems like a different breed, you know, he kind of really keeps to himself. Yeah, and who knows, like, he may have been, he might have been involved in script approval, yeah, he might have done stuff that I didn't even see, but he, he wasn't sort of uh, around, if you know what I mean. Now, obviously, you know, Michael Keaton had to have been, you know, he, his sound was definitely in there as the character, but were you able to add any of your own personality 
into the well, character. Well, for sure. Like, I mean, the, the scripts they wrote were so wild. They were yeah. so wacky. And plus, they kept, they kept writing stuff where Beetlejuice got to play other characters. Yeah, like, you know? uh, what's, what's her name? The girl that he always played. Yeah, that weird girl. Yeah, I forget, and, I forget the name now. Oh, it's going to kill me. Yeah, I wish I could remember. <laughs> I just watched it again last night, and I just don't remember. Yeah, but 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 there were all kinds of. And he had a weird cousin, and he had, a, you know, and his left foot and his right foot would talk to each other. You know, so <laughs> you had to come up with like a different, almost a, a different character, as well as Beetlejuice every week. And plus, plus I did some incidental voices too, like, um, you know, the odd cop and okay. weird things. You know, they they throw an extra character at uh-huh. you. So. Uh, that was kind of a challenge to sort of disguise yourself so much that <laughs> nobody knew it was you. You know, because sometimes, you know, even watching The Simpsons, oh, that's that's um, that's Homer. <laughs> yeah. That's Homer with an accent. Yep, exactly, yeah. That, hey, that's Harry Shearer or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Now, were you, did you have to stay on, on script or were you able to ad-lib anything? Sometimes. Uh, they, were, they, were, they were kind of strict. I mean... If you could find a better way to say something, that they, they, they were open to that. But they, they, it was usually stick to the script, you know, because that stuff's all storyboarded and it's all for timing. And, yeah, you know, as you are constricted. But I found there was a, an amazing amount of creativity within that structure that 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 I never felt pinned down. That you know, you could take a scene sort of a a different direction and, and and they would go with it i mean as long as it fit into the the timing that's good yeah yeah and 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 also because now animation or that at that time anyway i don't know what it's like now um they animated to your voice so you had a certain amount of freedom okay yeah you know i know most people that i talk to think that oh they create the animation and then you just try and match the mouth you know and you go no 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 it's the other way around like a voice graph comes out from your voice and they animate to that. So, you know, any little or whatever you add, <laughs> they can they can accommodate it. Uh-huh. Keep those animators busy. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's been over 20 years since Beetlejuice. Can you believe that? I can't. That just made me feel really old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> really, really old. <laughs> So you mentioned you know still doing theater work. What do you what are you currently working on? Um, I'm, I'm I'm basically doing theater at the moment. Uh, there's a big uh, Shakespeare festival uh, oh, yeah. 20 minutes from where I live, and I work there a lot. I've done 19 seasons there, not consecutively, but over the years since 1979. Wow! And uh, and so I've been sort of spending my time between doing Shakespeare and and some directing and. Uh, teaching and and then going off to do plays in Chicago and New York and London and I just did a uh, like last year I wasn't at the Stratford Festival I was at uh, the Goodman Theater in Chicago doing the Iceman Cometh by Eugene O'Neill hmm. with Nathan Lane and Brian Dennehy. Oh, nice! Yeah, it was great. And it's going to New York um, next, not next year, uh, uh, 2015. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be great. Wow. Should be. It's a five-hour play. Oh, good Lord. Five hours. <laughs> How long's yeah. the intermission? There's three intermissions. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. 
I know, and I thought we all thought when we when we opened it in uh, Chicago, uh, not this year, last year. I thought, oh, well, we're going to, you know, by the fifth act, there'll be nobody there. <laughs> but it was surprising. They all stayed. Like, everybody stayed <laughs> right to the bitter end. It's like, pack a lunch and... Uh, Maybe bring a pillow if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It was, it was crazy. So, I don't know. I don't know how we survived the run of that, but we're oh, going to wow, do it yeah. again. Yeah, I've been dabbling in some theater every now and then in, in the local theater place here. I've done uh, Sweeney Todd. I was a small part in that. And, oh really? Sweeney Todd's it. That 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 must have been fun. Oh, that was fun. That's when when he, when she asked me if I wanted to do it, I asked what it was, and when she told me Sweeney, I, I jumped on it. It was a small part, right but I just enjoyed it so much as being there. Oh yeah, there's nothing like a musical. You, yeah. If you if you don't feel like doing the job, you just go in, and as soon as the orchestra starts, you go, Oh wow, I'm here. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, it was great. Instant. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do definitely some more. I know they're doing Harvey next season. You know, that's the, a great play. Yep. So I'm going to definitely try it for that one. Right on. What, 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 where are you in Montana? We're just... The bigger the bigger city that I'm near is just south of Missoula. Missoula? Yeah. I know somebody from Missoula. I, it's so weird. When I interview people, they always know somebody from Missoula. <laughs> yeah, I know an actor named Nick. He's in Chicago now. Okay. Oh, what's his last name? Uh, I worked with him at Chicago Shakespeare Theater. Oh, nice. And in fact, we called him Missoula. <laughs> that was his nickname. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Missoula's pretty small, so I'm always surprised when, when people, you know, know Missoula. Yeah, well, you can't, you know, I mean, the jokes write themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. So, but you're, you're, so you're out in the sticks too, then? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's my My town's got... What three stoplights and that's it? Oh wow! Yeah, I got a yeah, I love that. I'm in the middle of a 42 acre forest. <laughs> at the back, I cannot see another house from my house. Oh, that's awesome! And it's great. It's all trees and uh, um, deer and wild turkeys. And yeah, same here. Yeah, it, it's 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 brilliant. It's I, just brilliant. I saw seven deer this morning when I was on my way to work. There you go. Yep. I have to stop on my way to work and let them sort of get out of the way. Yeah, that's why they do this morning. They were, the just, they were just eating, you know, off a tree in the in the street there. Yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of apple trees in my lane, and they uh, they're often just halfway down the lane eating apples. <laughs> yeah, but you can't beat that life, can you? You can't. But I'm, you know, like I said, it's it's twenty minutes from Stratford, so where the big theater festival is, and you know, uh, that's not that's not a long commute. No, it's not at all. You know, no. something I figured out when I moved to Montana. You know, if you want to drive an hour, that's nothing in yep. Montana. You know, it's because Montana is not close to anything. You're looking to drive right. an hour and a half to the closest Walmart. Right. So I don't, I don't mind a drive every now and then. It's it's good for you. I get my. No, I know. Me too. And it, and it also teaches you to stock up. <laughs> yeah, it does. Get a Costco card. Or... So I don't have to go into town. I don't want to go into town. Yep, same here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in fact, this house, basically, it's the house that Beetlejuice, you know, got me. Like, it was doing Beetlejuice that, you know, uh, where I was able to save up enough money to, you know, at least make a down payment. Uh-huh, that's awesome. So. Well, congratulations on that. It was an incredible, well, incredible show. It was really, really, really fun to do. It's one of those jobs, you know, where you go in and you think, 
I can't believe we're paying us for for, for us to have this much fun. <laughs> uh, I guess that's uh, you know that's what you're always looking for. I guess. Yep, and you just happen to hit the jackpot in one of your first voiceover works. Totally, totally. Well, Stephen, this has been awesome. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Beetlejuice and a lot of the other stuff you've done, the voice acting stuff. So this has been great, man. Oh, thanks, Tim. I hope I hope this was you know sort of value of some. Oh, they're gonna go nuts over it. Excellent. <laughs> um, usually I ask the guest to close the podcast as the character, but since you might not be able to, do you yeah. want you want to try to? I can try to. Okay. I don't let's, know how good it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how this goes. Let's try to end the podcast as Beetlejuice. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, that was good. I can't do it. <laughs> that was good. I like that. It sounds... Uh... It was close. <laughs> I wish I could do some of that high steaming stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. that's gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to conclude this episode of Saturday Morning Rewind. Please remember to rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. All of the links can be found on our website at hitrockbottom.org under the podcast section. Also remember to enter in and win the contest that I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast. The contest runs to the end of the month. Thank you so much for listening, and here is a sample of who you're going to hear on the next episode. Some of whom may considered the Grand Canyon to be a holy site. So, what do you think? Thanks again. I'll see you next time. Wait, am I hungry? What do you want? Maybe I'll get an apple. An apple? Let's buy some candy. Hold on, fellas. Lifeline! Listen to your friend Terrell. He's got the right idea. Yeah, you never catch an NBA player eating a candy bar for a game. A candy bar might give you a quick boost of energy, but after 20 minutes, you'll feel run down. So let's eat smart. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe!